Welcome to the Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and we are here back on another beautiful, gorgeous night. Uh, we are here. I am here in Linwood, California. Chris Tucker is in. Where are you looking at? Is it? It's not Raleigh. It's like Raleigh. Yeah, not okay. Raleigh. Yeah. In Raleigh, North Carolina. What's Raleigh you doing, sir? I don't know. I, you, I think you cut out. Did that cut out on you? Like during the North Carolina, at least for me, it did. Uh well, it's probably it's probably, it's probably maybe it's safe. The, I'm sure it's fine. On the, on the recording, just fix that, fix it, and post it. Yeah, I'll just have a, I'll just uh, do a vo, just put it in there, just put it in there. I don't know what that means. A voice uh, Oh, via is that what they call it in Hollywood? Man, yeah, man. Oh, look at you in the biz, uh, you know. Oh goodness gracious, uh, I'm doing well, sir. Doing, I'm doing all right. I'm tired, but you know. Uh, I hear you sweating over there, man. Bro, it's a billion degrees. I feel like I, like I fucked up and died, and I'm in hell, and it's uh, it's just I'm burning. But it, I bet, well, this would be an okay hell because it's just like moderately uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I'm moderately just not feeling good. It's sticky. Yeah. It's you know, like my general understanding of hell is that it's it's a little bit worse than this. Yeah, it's it's generally uh, said that it's going to be a little bit worse than just kind of feeling sort of. Okay. Kind of uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. But I'm I'm good, man. This is uh this is my penultimate episode being recorded in this fucking apartment before I, I get to move to the house. So I'm pretty stoked about that. And uh yeah, and I'm off work on Friday, which is fucking cursing a lot. I'm gonna knock that off. I apologize. I don't know what's going on. Um, but I'm off work on Friday. So because we get we get good okay, Friday, Friday off here. Yeah, because everybody here loves Jesus. Yeah, we we're also off uh, this Friday, and then next week is is our spring break. So, a okay. whole, whole week off, which That's I not... am really looking forward to. Hanging out with the baby. Oh yeah, I'm gonna love it. You know, instead of spending eight hours of her screaming all day, I can spend sixteen hours of, of her screaming oh. all day. So that's fun. Right, I told you. I, I saw I saw this uh, I saw this thing on the internet the other day, and it it tripped my fucking destroyed damn it uh it destroyed my whole outlook it said imagine your kid is a teenager and today you get to take a time machine back to when your kid was this age like what would you do like how would it affect you because trust me man teenagers are monsters they're like gremlins they're like gremlins on pcp they're just they're there's just nothing but craziness but like you get you know you get a week with your baby man like that's I'd give anything to have a week with Damien as a baby again. You have no idea. Oh no, yeah. I'm I, I joke, but I'm I'm really looking forward to being able to be home and uh spend more time with, with you know Denise and, and the baby. Um yeah, we were discussing too, it's this it's this thing where you you tend to try to you you tend to not be in the moment, right? So you're like, the baby's crying, she's fussy, whatever. So you're like, oh man, I can't wait till she's, you know, one where she can walk around and do stuff, or I can't wait till she's old enough to talk, or I can't wait, I can't wait, she's old enough to go and, you know, us go and kick the ball around. And so I'm trying to be more present in the sense of like, hey, this is not, she's not going to be three months, you know, she's not going to be three months forever. She's not going to, she's, she's going to grow up and she's going to, you know, it's going to be a different set of, of, you know, frustrations or mm-hmm. uh, issues, you know, it's, it's a different, it's a different, uh, it's a different difficulty level of difficulty. Like uh, people ask me, 
oh, you know, how do you, how, how's it been, dad? How's it been? I was like, it's hard. It's, it's probably the hardest thing I've probably ever done uh, or have to do. Um, but I like to say it's, it's, it's the most rewarding thing that I, that I get to do, you know, uh, spend time with this little human and then yeah. see him growing and, and learning. And she's starting to do things now where she can pay attention and, um, you know, when I come home from work and she's she's up and I see her, she starts smiling and gets all happy. And it's like, how can you have a bad day after that? Right. Like it, 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 you could have a terrible day and you, you see that smile and you're like, that's that's it. Fixes it's, everything. It, it really does. And fixes so, everything. Yeah. It's, it's like a superpower, man. It's 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 honestly crazy. Like I'll be I could be tired. I'm, you know, having a, having a rough day at work. And then I come home and, you know, just seeing her, she sees me, she spots me and then just a big old smile. I'm like, oh. How can, how she's can like, oh, anything? she's like, he came back. That's the big guy. guy came back. The big one came back. It's that guy. The, yeah. The one that he's I don't st- feed from. He's going to steal my nose. Yeah. And look, and you're at a beautiful part where like, she's starting to kind of come through as a person and, and, you know, she recognizes you and she's a face, she practices her facial expressions and all that stuff. Like you're at a beautiful part. Like I came home from work on Tuesday and laid down in bed for like three minutes and Damien straight up sat on my head. And like laughed maniacally. Like you're not even you're not even at that that <laughs> whole different nightmare that's coming. And it's like you can't get mad at the kid because he's like, he's happy to see me. Like it's it's you know, I'm the big one that he sits on and that he wrestles with and plays with. And you know, he doesn't get in trouble. Like if he if he hits Erica or if he like uh not even hits, if he's just like overly physical with her, you know what I mean? he gets chastised like you can't do that you don't hit mama you don't hit girls like stuff but like if he if he knees me i'm like oh we're wrestling let's go and i pick him up and throw him on the bed or something like it, it's it's a different kind of battle you're just at that part where like all of her is sweet <laughs> she's yeah. just nice she's just nice to you and she doesn't like she doesn't fuck with you because she thinks it's funny like damien does to me <laughs> yeah we're, she's at a, she has a time now where um we think she's going to start teething soon because she's starting to really chew on things mm. and really like it's that stage where like they have a lot of saliva and they're dribbling a lot. And um, so we got her these toys and now she's able to like grab things and, um, you know, play with it. And so it's, it's interesting to see now that she's like, it's just growing and the, there's things the the neurons are firing that, Oh, I can grab this and put it in my mouth and chew on it and it'll soothe whatever, you know, mm-hmm. what's going on i i'll see if i can find it for you there's this <clears throat> there's this product that you can put in the freezer that's like it turns it into ice and then they can suck on it and it helps with the the pain in their gums kind of numbs it um worked well for damien and you you know you deal with food allergies and or you know we think uh we're determined that she's she's uh has a a food allergy to to milk and soy and we're less like so now we got to deal with that. And like Denise has to go dairy free and we have to actually like, oh, shit, it goes through her titty milk. Yeah. That's fucked up. So the baby, cause the baby would get rashes and we're like, oh damn, maybe it's the, the shampoo we're using. So we went like fragrance free, but she was like, damn, she's still, real- oh, you know, you know, you know, Amy's getting ready to send you a message for this. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so we did like, you know, the fragrance free we did, uh, we changed stuff up. We, we did. Um, and I say we as in like I had anything to do with this um, you know and she was still having rashes and gassy and fussy and like having colic we're like oh damn so uh, we started using like 
the gas drops and all this stuff. And, you know, I was like, damn, she's still breaking down rashes. So we're, my wife, you know, does research. We're doing research and like, oh, damn, maybe she has uh, like a food allergy to, to you know, uh, dairy and, and, and soy. Uh, so we cut out, she cuts out the dairy and it seems to get better. And she cuts out the soy as well. And so there's, uh, we, we marinated some, some food that we were going to eat. Um, and then we noticed the baby got fussy again, started, started breaking out again. And we read label and yeah, it has soy in there. So she's like, now she has some soy allergies. So we're like, all right, cool. So she has to cut out all soy, cut out all dairy. So she's like, all right, well, here we go. And you read labels and it's like, everything has soy. Everything has dairy. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, man. It's just, <laughs> come on. So now we have an whole deal with that whole thing. You're just like, Ed, Ed I'm sorry. Yeah. It's the most boring story ever. I've ever oh, heard. Oh no, it's life. definitely boring. But I'm sorry. Any, I'm any, trying to any hold of the, any of the parents out there is like, yep, having to deal with like this baby stuff. It's oh yeah. And they just, well, they just yell. And she just they just yell and they're yelling and they can't tell you because they're just three, three months old. So it's like they just they don't yell. know any words. Yeah. Yeah. And when they yell, you fix things. Yeah. Like that's so just, that's what you're teaching them. It's a checklist of like, oh, is it the diaper? Is it whatever? Is you hungry? Blah blah blah. Yeah, you got to treat him like Damien. So he's like, he starts screaming as a baby. You're just like, diapers good. When's the last time he ate? That's good. All right, man, you just got to calm the fuck down. Like, you just got to <laughs> look. Let's have a nice conversation. Shut your here. mouth. Shut, you shut, shut your shut, shut your bitch ass mouth. Shut your mouth. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Something okay. something you should know with the baby. Uh, the, obviously, they encourage you to speak to her regularly, and and you know because that's how she's going to pick up on on the language and start understanding it. You can just tell her stories that Denise doesn't want to listen to. Like Damien has heard a story about every Galaxy MLS Cup win because there was nothing he could do about it. <laughs> so I would just talk to him about different times. Newcastle had let me down and, you know, I've let myself down and the Galaxy let me down. And, and you know, all this great away trip, like you can kind of go through all those stuff again because they can't do anything. They can't go anywhere. And they don't know any words. And you're actually being a good father by relaying all this information to them. Yeah, we do that. We'll uh, just describe what we're doing. Like, all right, I'm getting some water for you now. Oh, we're, we're warming up your thing. But, but. but yeah, baby's gonna be all, like, I'm baby's gonna be like, day. there's nothing. There's nothing to this man. He's empty and shallow. Yeah. There's nothing to him. He just tells me what he's doing. I'll I'll uh, describe like my day and be like what I what I did at work. And she's gonna, her first words are gonna be like, "Stupid kids, idiot teenagers." You should learn. You should learn new stuff and then teach it to her. Oh yeah, but it's your project paperclip. Yeah, operation. But yeah, operation. be like, ex- explain to her like how no, no, chairman. Did you know we t- we got some of the Nazis and we brought them on our side. Some of my ass. We got like seventeen hundred Nazi scientists so, and snuck them into America. Some that we took out of the 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 prison camps at Dachau, like or not at Dachau at uh, at Nuremberg. Like, proper evil shit. But you know, it got us to the moon. So what do you want? Allegedly, look at, look at all that. Allegedly. All the all the good that going to the moon has gotten us. It's probably going to be pretty important uh, in the next century or so. <laughs> when, yeah, when we have to colonize the moon. Well, well, like I mean, the colonization of the moon is likely going to come down to being a fueling um, repository or a depot. So, like, if we're going to Mars or something like that, you can stop off at the moon, refuel, and then kind of take off from there. That's likely what end up being with the moon. Yeah, but that's not even going to be our problem. No, oh, you'll probably you'll likely be dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll likely very be dead. likely at that point. 
hopefully. How long are you looking to hang out? Uh, again, as as we discussed last last week, you're more than halfway there. Being being ahead in the jar. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're not making it to Futurama. It's not <laughs> not even an option. No. All right. Cool. Um. Yeah, man. What an interesting weekend we had, man. Um. Unfortunately, you weren't here in LA to to enjoy WrestleMania Hollywood, mm. man. It was um, Hollywood. But uh, you were able to watch it on TV. I was able to go live and and enjoy it. And knock that off the bucket list, man. Yeah, I watched it with the boy. Uh, I watched night yeah. night one. I saw that. I saw every time you were drinking from it. I was like, that's oh, sweet cup. Um, yeah, I watched night one with Damien, and uh, as long as he could make it, and yeah, it's it's great. We've watched WrestleMania every year he's been alive, and we're still keeping it going for one more year. Uh, he said he wants to go to Philadelphia, so we might go to. It sounds like we're gonna hit WrestleMania forty because Dad's is- got to. Sp- which That's is got funny. disposable if, income, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone listened to last week's episode when we we had a, a lively discussion about Philadelphia and why Chris hates it and will never go, so now now the that kid wants to go. It's look. This is the thing. I can say no when it's it's you when it's you mentioning it, and it's just a, 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 a hypothetical. The kid goes, "You're look. You don't look. This is gonna sound bad. It. You may not understand this, you got daughter. When your son looks at you and says, Dad, can we go to WrestleMania? The fuck am I supposed to say? Say no. Yeah, come what on. am I supposed to say? No. What am I, communist? I was yeah. like, absolutely, we can go to WrestleMania. What are you talking about? And then he's like, Mom can go too. And I was like, she's not going to want to go. Don't even bother asking her. Yeah, it's just going to be us. And then he asked her, and she said yes. So now we're taking a family trip to WrestleMania. I mean, you guys are what, like an hour and a half flight from from philadelphia it's not i don't know but it's not that far the best part about a family trip to wrestlemania is dad can get bombed and mom will be there to, 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 to take care of me and make sure the boy makes it home exactly so yeah everybody wins but do, it was do, fun, what was your, what, you enjoyed it you loved it dude it was it was it was awesome um i don't know what i was thinking the original plan was to take the baby with us that's the stupidest and thing I've ever the, heard. That, I, I What's go up with you? One, why, why, why are you trying to put this girl I'm in danger? To, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still naive and thinking like, hey, I can try and do things with a three-month newborn. Ed, it's, it's, um, it's over. Yeah, it's over. That was that. So we went. I, my wife, original plan was to go, my wife and I and the baby night one, but the baby was, like, being real fussy. So she's like, you know what? I'll just stay home. I'm like, okay. Um. Luckily, my nephew was available, so I took my nephew the first night. You fucked up, by the way. A, a, a kid who, you know, he's one of those kids who it's like a tablet in his face all day. So it's like, I, I was like, man, how is he going to pay attention for four hours without like a screen in his face? But he literally watched the WrestleMania on this, like just watching the, the screen, screen. Instead, of, yeah. instead of watching the ring, which, yeah. But he said he loved it. He, uh, he broke my heart a little bit because he's like, hey, am I coming back tomorrow? And I went, oh. If, no, if, if your aunt doesn't want to come again, I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah, if you did, your dad buy you a ticket. Ooh, sounds like you ain't going. Sounds like you're watching at home, buddy. <laughs> you got Peacock. <laughs> you're not. I'll I'll lend you my my uh, my login. You guys can watch yeah. at home. I'll send Coos will send you a link. You'll be all right. But it's my first time at SoFi, man. The stadium is is enormous, and uh, we had a it's it's a pretty good time. Pretty fun. I saw. Uh, I saw a couple of people that was like starstruck a little bit. Uh, saw Becky Lynch at one point, like walking through the hall where we were standing, and she was like mm. desperately trying to get into like a VIP area, and she's like <laughs> banging on the door, and everyone was like, "Oh, who's that banging on the door? Oh, it's Becky Lynch." Okay, better cool. let her in. Yeah. Um, 
Did you, yeah, did so you enjoy the cool. card, the the whole show, the whole card, all that? I enjoyed night one, man. Night one was cool. Night two had a had a couple of uh, had a couple of uh, things go wrong, or right if you're uh, not a fan of Shane McMahon. Oh yeah, his knee oh yeah. On, on a simple thing, frog. frog that should make that should make everyone feel old. Yeah, like you see Shane. I don't know what they Just say. Buckle. A, a hamstring or Achilles. Something I thought it was like, like a knee, but it blown out his knee or whatever. He got fucked up. Oh, I mean, yeah. whatever. I, I loved the whole show. I loved the show, man. I know everybody's complained about it. You know, no, it's fun, man. My man, Roman won. I mean, the, the important things, the things that are necessary, is that we all acknowledge the greatness that is Roman Reigns. Yeah, I bought my wife a Roman Reigns shirt because she's like, that's that's her boo, that's her man. Yeah, tell her she made a good call. Yeah, uh, he's probably gonna leave soon, but you made a really good call because he's the he's the best. That's what I tell best. her. Because, I mean, it was just like, everyone was like, oh, Cody's going to win. Cody's going to win. And Cody can't he win. He's he's per, he's perpetual number two, Ed. He can't win. Uh, couldn't beat couldn't be Kenny Omega. Couldn't beat Chris Jericho. Can't beat Roman Reigns. He's, uh, he is he is Mr. Runner-Up. That's just what he does. And then with Vince back, you know, that he's definitely going to win the championship. It's over, man. It's Triple H and Vince McMahon in control. Like, Cody Rhodes fucked up signing that contract. That's the, I loved it, man. <laughs> A bucket list, you know, checking that off my bucket list. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, um, it's dope, man. Yeah, you should come to Mania next year. Come to Philadelphia. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's happening. I probably, I don't know if I'd make it an East Coast trip for WrestleMania. Maybe if it was like on the West Coast again, I, I'll think about it. But mm. yeah, too far. <laughs> Philadelphia is too far. Too far, man. It's too far. Um, we do want to give a, a quick shout out though to to, I would say what the unofficial third host. Or the fourth host of the show? I say show mascot. Show mascot. I like that. I like the show mascot. Sh- show mascot. Uh, we're going to give a, a happy birthday to Gilbert. Uh, shut up, Gilbert. Sug. Uh, his birthday was uh, two days ago on Monday. Or was it yesterday? Might have been yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Um, it might have been Monday. <laughs> happy birthday, happy, Gilbert. Happy we birthday, care Gilbert. about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he actually, we actually went together on, uh, on Saturday for WrestleMania. We drove together. But they had seats on the opposite side of the stadium as, as we did. You went with uh with your sister, right? Yeah, yeah. My sister and I and my nephew we uh, carpooled together. Oh, that's uh, dope. Because we were able to get like a in our in our Discord, we have a, a wrestling Discord, and um, there was someone posted a link to like a school that was nearby mm-hmm. that was like selling like the the parking, which is like half off of what the uh, the stadium was charging, so I was like, yeah, I don't mind walking oh, 15 shit. minutes. What did you guys do? Because I, I know Gilbert's not allowed within 500 yards, so how were you? Did you drop him off and then then go to the parking lot for the no, school? No, we, we just bought him one of those, like, uh, luchador masks that they, the people sell outside the stadium. Smart. smart so you smart. just cover the face, you know, you know what do you got to worry about, you know? Smart planning. Smart planning. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get let's get into some of the MLS stuff. Let's, let's... <laughs> Happy birthday, Gilbert. Happy, happy birthday, Gilbert. Uh, Fucking pedo. Yeah, he's a he's a Peter file, but not really. Just messing. You're a good guy, uh, Gilbert. We love you. Yeah, we love you, dude. Seriously, we love you. Happy birthday. Hopefully, you had a good one. Um, so I want to give a quick uh, MLS fantasy update. I've already forgotten like two weeks in a row to update my team, so I'm definitely not doing doing well. Uh, at number one is Hey Ricky, you're so fine at five twenty eight points. Uh, Memory United with five twelve. AC Pico with 473, KR818, what's up, homie? 447, 
And then once a G, always a G at 438. Christopher, do you know where you're at in the no, uh, in the standings? No idea, but I did update my team. So I'm I'm hoping I made something of a of a push. You made a you made a nice 69 points this week. Nice. Nice. Uh you're currently sitting 28th. But and, we had I went down from last week. <laughs> and you're uh you're uh you're just right behind me though, man. I'm at, I'm 26th. So Okay. I think we both went down by the same amount. Yeah, dude. You fighting a cat again? <laughs> no, I'm fighting my cat. <laughs> what's going on? You're like a what's that white woman in Batman Returns that just had all those cats going up around her? Yeah, but like what's the lady's name? Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Bro, you're you guys can't see this. Ed's being attacked by cat. You're you're a cat woman. Yeah. George. George. Please. Uh, please yeah. draw Ed as Catwoman from Batman Returns. Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman, yeah, for Michelle, sure. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is it sacrilege is for me as a black man to say Michelle Pfeiffer is the best? Well, she's not the best Catwoman. She's the best Catwoman of like the modern era. But I don't even think that's true. The best, I would say the best movie Catwoman. Best film Catwoman. Best film adaptation of Catwoman? Yeah. I'll give you that. Because I mean you I love my girl Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit from the show. Uh what's the new one? Uh oh, Lenny Kravitz Kid. Yeah, I can't remember her name. I don't remember her name either. So she, there's no way uh, she Zoe Kravitz. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, Zoe Kravitz, and then she isn't even who I meant. I meant the 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 white girl from from the Christian Bale one. Oh, uh, she was like the in the Princess Diaries too, right? I forgot her yeah, name. I don't remember her name. Yeah, well, I guess you're right. Uh, the first lady I mean, wins on. by default. Michelle Pfeiffer for sure, hands down. But yeah, George. Try- I, w- I would love a picture of me as Catwoman. Uh, no, you, we're, 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 entirely, as... we're entirely disregarding Halle Berry's Catwoman, right? Uh, that. That's not even, I wouldn't even, but that's not on the radar. Ed, but it's Halle Berry. It's Halle Berry, though. He's, he's already drawn me as the penguin before, so. That's true. Me, can, as the can you draw, can you, we complete Batman Returns with Ed the Rogue's Gallery? The penguin, <laughs> with Ed as both the penguin and Catwoman. And then, uh, for my own happiness, if you could draw me as Batman, I would appreciate it. There Thank you, you go. There you go. Uh, that and is Dam- fantasy. And- if you- I'm just going to tie this in. And Damien as Damien. As Damien, right, of course. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's all for the first part of the section. Let's get into it, man. We got some Galaxy news. Uh, there's not much going on uh, on the Galaxy front. Uh, we did have some a couple of things come up. Uh, it was rumored that. Uh, uh, our good boy, uh, Klinsman, who came in for an injured Jonathan Bond, uh, might have injured himself during the Portland game. Uh, it was confirmed that he had a birth- broken finger. Uh, so that's what uh, that's what made the Galaxy go out and uh, make like an emergency signing for uh, the Serbian goalkeeper. <laughs> I I thought it was funny the the joke that I forgot someone made in in the Discord where they're like, uh. Greg Vanny came into the into the locker room. And was like, does anyone know a goalie that we can sign right now? And just looked around and it's all Deja. I was like, was that you that made the joke? De- no, no, no. Deja okay. was just like, Deja raised his hands like, I, I, I know somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, as long as it works, man. He seems like a young keeper. I think we paid a million for him. Some of that. Uh, the Galaxy um, acquired goalkeeper Novak Mikovic from Serbian Super League side FC Kukuriki. 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 
which I'm I'm sure I butchered all of those names. Um Yeah, so and uh I guess that emergency signing was was not for nothing, but then uh Klinsman was was went went on to to play in the game against uh, Seattle anyway, so um I guess you know having have another backup uh while Bond is out for I think a couple of weeks at least, a couple of months maybe. With the shoulder I think injury. they said originally they said four weeks, but uh, Greg gave uh, the press conference or their little press briefing today at uh, at open or not open training, but training where he said, you know, four weeks can be different. There could be four weeks from completely rehabbed and then you have to work them up to fitness and work them up to game minutes and get him acclimated. Or is it mm-hmm. four weeks in its entirety that he's gone? You know, he still isn't quite sure. Um, you know, it, it y'all, you also got to love having another set of hands to kind of push the guys ahead of them say that those two start having a couple slumps or, or, or Bonnie doesn't come back quite where we need him to be. You know, you already have your replacement ready to go for him and, and you, you know, you can toss him in and, and give a shot to see if he's going to be able to do the job or needs to be replaced in the off season. Because I, I still think in general, what we're looking towards is 2024. Um, it's nice that you can, you can have all these guys push themselves this year and, and see kind of what they can do. Yeah, and it's only it's only a loan. They didn't they didn't purchase the the guy, so it's it's a loan. I think it's to, a purchase option too. Yeah, so it's a, it's a loan with the option to buy. So you know, it's not any obligation to to keep them. We'll see how they they like them or not. You know, then then they can make the decision. Uh, moving on, uh, let's talk a little G two Tucker. I know did you did you were you able to watch that game against uh, North Texas SC? I did uh, watch that game, and I want to thank. I want to thank the glorious St. Michael for finding out how to record that game for me so I could watch it since you can't watch G2 games after the fact on uh, Apple season pass. So appreciate you, my good man. But I think uh, this one wasn't even on that. I think it was on like the MLS next. YouTube. You're right, but bro, they cut the fuck out of that link the moment it's, it's over. Cause I saved, I I'd saved the link to the MLS next pro, whatever website and their YouTube page. I clicked it back after and it was a completely dead link. Like it's not just that there's like, the old file is left up there. They completely remove it. They're like, I'm not trying to have that on clock of our server. We don't need anyone. Yeah. I, 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 it's, it should, whatever. It should take so, so little space on their server, but they also run a lot of games. <laughs> so who knows? Um, yeah, but it was, it was, it was good. Jalen Neal was there. Uh, he, the galaxy two account posted that he was there. I think he was probably there. Cause Marcus was starting. Marcus for was back from uh, U 20 duty. They're, they're roommates, starting. right? So he probably drove them there. Oh, they're like, yeah, you're right. They're besties. So, yeah. you know, it would make some sense. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's another loss, which as and Tracer, a, as Tracer, and always laments, own goal too. yeah, it's own, so that means we didn't get scored on by them. As, as Tracer always laments, you know, it's more about how we play and, and less about the results. And, and probably this year, more so than the, the USL years, it's more about how the team is playing and less about exactly what the result is. Um, it, it's good. We, you know, we're playing a similar, very similar style for how you imagine the first team is going to want to present when, when they're all up and running, we got to see a slightly different starting lineup this week than we saw in the previous week, uh, partially with for being uh, reintroduced. Alex Alcala started at, at, uh, attacking midfield. Um, uh, my, my new galaxy two man crush Juan Calderon came off the bench where he started last week. Uh, in general, I thought it was, it was, you know, I'm still excited to see what I think they're putting together as a main starting team for that young squad. But like the, the three attacking midfielders, the at left wing, right wing and, and center mid, like 
we're starting to put together a pretty nice group up there that I think is going to end up building out over the course of the season. That, that's going to be exciting to kind of see hopefully in the next, I mean, depending on what Alcala does uh, developing and and coming into the first team next year. And then it's good to see uh, Johnny Perez back on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, Bro, that's part of what I'm talking about. Johnny Perez, Johnny Perez, right wing. Let me paint it. I mean, I know you haven't seen the second team yet. You're just hating. Johnny Perez, Johnny. Yeah, hey, look, you're a hater. And I, we all understand Johnny Perez on the right wing, Alex Alcala at attacking midfield and Juan Calderon at left wing. I don't, I don't judge the second team at all until I get to see that attacking core. Cause the, all three of them boys can ball. All three of them boys can ball. It's going to give it some time, man. Let them, let them flesh it all out. And they all haven't played together at the same time. Like give them some time, let them flesh it out. The second team's going to get a lot better. Yeah, I'm looking at the bench right now. Does does the Galaxy have uh, Dunbar's brother on the bench? Yeah, Nicholas Nicholas, Nicholas Dunbar. Dunbar. Mm-hmm. There's another one too. There's a third one. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Adam Adam Dunbar is in the academy. All right, man. Hey. Yeah, Did, believe me, guys. If you're hanging on for this level of depth for the Seattle game, it does not exist. It doesn't get care, better. Yet again, I care about G two infinitely more. <laughs> Yeah, did you see that uh, that goal that Cameron Dunbar scored on the weekend? The uh, the free kick. Yeah, <sighs> missed the boy. Yeah, good on him, man. Good on him. Missed the boy. What else do I have in here? I got something else in here. I think. Uh, oh, Brandon Tellers came on. We got our first shot at Brandon Tellers this season. Uh, he came on for Diego Lopez, uh, and Alex Picasso played, which was nice. I mean, or Axel Picasso, so rather. Uh, a lot of the like. The kids that I, it's a weird sentence, a lot of the kids that I'm excited for that are coming up, <laughs> there's no way to say it. But a, if you like the second team, if you like the youth teams, uh, there's a lot of promising kids on this roster and you can see you can see them play in advance. And a lot of these kids, even less so than at G2, it's going to be a while before many of them are coming through and are going to start, um, you know, really being able to contribute on the first team. But uh, I think it's Bibo, the, the center forward. Big strong center forward. I like I like his game. He just kind of has to fine tune some of these cro- what he does with these crosses and and because he could be at three goals already for the season. I mean, wide open. Um, Calderon, Alcala. Well, so I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the stats. I mean, it's it's a little worrying that they get 13 shots off, but only one is on target. That's a thing. Like, and and I'm telling you, this Bibo kid, the center forward, he's gigantic. He's huge. It's just a physical presence. He's he's just more built like a man. You see him and you see Alex Alcala and you're like, all right, one of them clearly a boy. The other one clearly closer to to being a full-grown man. He gets these chances over and over and over again. He just can't put them away. Once that guy starts putting them away, you'll, you'll, you'll see a little more of it. It is a little more reminiscent of, um, I mean, he's, he, he's getting opportunities, something similar to what Augie Williams got. To where, but Augie was a little more, was a little tighter on on putting away the chances, and this guy hasn't quite figured it out yet. He's still, and it's it's you know it's that's going to come with comfortability, and that's going to come with uh, uh, some time, and, and defensively, you see them still kind of working it out. Carson um, Carson's now working with Fakranis and working with uh, oh, I figured out how to pronounce this boy's name. And I'm going to see if I can find it. Isingwe? Isingwe. Isingwe. Uh, Dude, we have a kid kid on the bench. His last name is Bizarro. His name is... Owen. uh, Owen Bizarro, yeah. It's a dope name. I want his jersey. 
it should be a, his number should just be an S backwards. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's for all, all five people who who are comic book nerds right now. Bro, people love people love Superman. What are you talking about? Tell Ed he's wrong and you all know who Bizarro is. No. You don't have to love Superman to know who Bizarro is. I'm pretty sure you do. I think you know what I would imagine? I would imagine the young people wouldn't really know Bizarro. Yeah. Because like you can't you can't really make fun of that guy today, can you? I think you'd be like, oh, you're you're making fun, you're making fun of people with with mental disabilities. So I wasn't I wasn't gonna say it, but like they wouldn't really like Bizarro wouldn't exist today if he didn't already exist in the greater. You're not gonna see him in a movie, I don't think. Nah, he's he's uh, maybe in like a there's like cartoons they do like a more adult cartoons for DC. Maybe maybe in that. Do in they that still show. play? Do they still play him at the like same level of uniqueness? You're talking because talking the boy is slow, right? <laughs> uh, unique. He's special. He's oh no. Uh, he's he's one of a kind. Not not all the marbles are shining in that in that that wow. brain. Wow, in that brain. But anyway, it's, we're great, talking about a comic book character. It's all right. It's fine. Yeah, uh, I don't right. think that matters anymore, Ed. <laughs> uh, overall, overall, good game. Kind of kind of crappy result, but you know. Nice to see the kids playing again. All right, moving on. Let's uh let's talk some Galaxy versus Seattle. Tucker, two one loss. Uh you got a Jalen Neal goal, his first ever goal in MLS. Um uh, Galaxy still winless. Uh what what'd you think of the what'd you think of the game, man? What'd you think of the team? Uh on replay, because obviously I was watching WrestleMania. Uh, on on re- it's nice watching a replay when you already know the result and you're not not too worried about it. I saw uh, I saw I took this jacket to to WrestleMania, and I got a lot of compliments. Saw a lot of G fans, so I want to give a give a what's up to all the G fans that were at WrestleMania. People looked at your jacket and was like, "Those guys used to be good, like Cody Rhodes." Yeah, Buster. Uh, yeah, I mean, I because the adrenaline's I, in my soul. Adrenaline. Is that what he says in my soul? Yeah. Something, uh, something, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Wrestling has more than one royal family, Ed. The NOI is the other royal family because Cody doesn't get to compete for championships anymore. Yeah, doesn't you know there's the there's the Anwahi, there's the Fatus. Uh, um I overall, man, I thought we had a lot more than I expected. I expected us to more get ran over. And and there were often times, I mean, look in general, Seattle was clearly much better than we were as far as, as sharpness. But, you know, we fought a hell of a lot more than I thought we would. Uh, second half, obviously, when we, we made the, the switch to the three five two, that one was working much better for us. But overall, you know, I'm not as bummed as as I think a lot of people were. I, I was I was happy to see the progress, given that we're still shorthanded and, uh, and struggling to get everybody back on the field. That's what I thought. I thought um, I'm watching the game. I didn't think the performance was bad. Um, I think you obviously have a little bit of a mix up in you know in back in the back line where you know you kind of give up. I wouldn't say easy goals, but I think preventable goals. Um, I think that second one, especially Klinsman, maybe reacted a little too late. Um, pretty hey, easy I- shot from the from outside the box. Hey, Not- I have an idea. I have an idea. Maybe if your goalkeeper breaks his fucking finger, don't you don't play him. play him in the next game. Yeah, no, maybe not. Doesn't that seem like a risky call? <laughs> I think so. 
no, I thought, and then I thought, you know, uh, I thought, I thought, um, I was say Jonathan Boyd, um, Tyler, Tyler Boyd, excuse me. Thank you. Uh, I thought he looked good. I think he did things where he pinched in a little bit inside where, you know, not sticking to the line. Um, you know, he's a, he's a fiery little fucker, isn't he? I, I, I like that. He's I like, like, a, that. like a, like a, like, I'm just, I'm gonna say it and I hope he scores more often. He's like a white Emma Boa tank. So when we play RSL, that's when we'll that'll be the real test. Well, he's he's white, so maybe you know who knows. It, it well, might maybe maybe Colorado is what he what he scores on. Then I need it to be against a more useful team. <laughs> I, I need it to be against someone. Uh, maybe he scores against LAFC. You know who knows. But yeah, he, he's like a he reminds me of like a white Emma Boateng. Very just getting involved in a bunch of shit. Yeah, and there's you know he didn't just stay on the on the outside on the on the wings and and uh, you know demand the ball, but you know he would cut inside and um was was dangerous at times. I thought uh Caligari is I think he's gonna be a really good pickup. I think I, I like him I like his defensive uh he bit on awareness. that first goal. He bit on that first goal hard. Oh yeah that day oh for sure. Um but he's caught, getting up he, to the getting up to the speed of the league. Yeah he got caught he got caught up a little bit on that on that goal for sure. Uh but it was I mean to be honest though that was a really 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 fantastic pass uh mm-hmm. from uh from who from one of the Seattle players, but you know, basically almost a no look pass, kind of just turning and and you know, shooting it down the wing for for um, the forward to get on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was dangerous chances where you know I believe I forgot who it was it maybe Caceres who was like or Brugman it was Brugman actually, um, kind of broke the line um, and just kind of uh, passed it over the the first line and then. Uh, you know, had the three on one, three on two opportunity that uh, didn't turn into anything really, but still, there was there was opportunities to that looked dangerous and the team looked a little more cohesive, um, especially like you said in that second half where um, they brought on the three five two and they had two forwards and Judd up there and had a little more of a, a dynamic feeling going forward. Mm-hmm. I didn't ever feel like maybe that the, the Galaxy had in them to come back and. Even though I did predict that they were going to go down two goals and come back to win three two, nonsensical. Uh, <laughs> hey, they got one back. It was they were so close, so close, um, but not really. I guess yeah. But I thought I thought the team looked good. I, th- I think they look better than they have in, in the last couple of games. So maybe it is uh, they're getting a little bit, you know, more cohesive, learning each other's styles. And uh, I know you are bringing on another guy and. Uh, Caligari in the, in on the right back and Audi I, I think is uh, Greg said mentioned today in in his presser that um, he's gotten his passport stuff worked out so he should be in Houston but he won't be playing um, so you know because he doesn't have any time trained so Audi should be with the team by the weekend but you know not going to see any minutes obviously because he's just coming in on like a flight on on Thursday or whatever. Um, so you've seen the elements of, of a team being built and going into that game. I, I mean, I thought it was going to be a, a brutal show. And I thought Seattle was going to walk all over. You thought, it, you thought it was going to be a three, two win. Ed. No, but, but to be honest, I thought it was going to be, it was going to be bad. I thought either one way it was going to be the Seattle. were going to come in and score, you know, four or five, nothing or the guys. This, would... this, you understand this is why you lose this game every year. Oh yeah. You pick three, two, and then you go into the game being like, we're going to get the shit. It's <laughs> destroyed. You talked about Jalen's Jalen's first goal, right? Yeah, Jalen's first goal off of uh, 
uh, the the like keeper that it was a shot. The keeper buried away, and uh, Jalen bounces off and and you know gets a gets a foot on and gets a goal in. Um, good on him, man. Yeah, I, I gotta love it. Yeah, legitimate, legitimate. Not throwing shade on anybody. Legitimate academy prospect. Legitimate G two player. Um, legitimately came up through the ranks uh, of the club to make you know to 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 make his his debut and to make his first start his first home start and um now he's the 100 at least according to my records you know say what you will uh the 154th goal scorer in club history like good on the young man this is what they say a kid from lakewood from lakewood yep oh you gotta love him man yeah man. Be, and, 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 and uh, the celebration i mean the celebrations I mean, there's a galaxy museum right there put the kid on it um, another another uh, interesting stat was this was the fiftieth appearance for Dejan for for the Galaxy. He's already yeah. had fifty appearances. Uh, how does that how is that even possible, man? Oh, you looked at that totally different than me. I saw that I saw that post and I was like, so the boycott is working. <laughs> like, why else? When have they ever given a fuck about somebody making fifty appearances for the club? When is that ever? Has that ever been a thing? 50 appearances. Well, when you have so many people turn over every year, I mean, I think that's 50 is a pretty big Yeah, well, I think when you're at this point. I think when most of your comments are being overrun by Klein out, you're looking for as many positive comments as you can and highlighting an exceptionally uh popular striker seems like a good option if you have the opportunity. That's what I yeah. think. Just a guess. 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 Uh, here's another tweet I saw from from Opta. Uh, I think it's pretty interesting. Uh, they tweeted out the most common passing connection this MLS season has been between uh, Brugman to Ricky Pooch, uh, 106 times, while the second most common has been Pooch to Brugman, 96 times. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing this connection between uh, Brugman and, and Ricky, um, and you obviously see that connection. Like uh, you, Ricky, I think. Of all the players on the team, I think he definitely trusts Brugman over everyone else. Well, even even fully fit. I mean, we're not yet, but even fully fit and healthy, you would say those two are probably our two best players. Yeah. So the so the idea that they're kind of finding each other regularly makes sense, and and you know is 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 probably only for our benefit. You wouldn't necessarily, you know, be proud of or promote a a, a pass between your two center midfielders as a positive thing, but in general, if it kind of keeps it. To be fair, if he keeps it out of the hands or the feet of a lot of other people, that that could be addition by subtraction. I saw another impressive optostat, if you'd like one, my good friend. Yeah, man. The Seattle Sounders are the first team in MLS history to go oh, 10 games God, unbeaten against the Galaxy. Six wins and four draws. Uh, Hercules Gomez quote tweeted the stat with, LA Galaxy have hit rock bottom under Chris Klein. You gotta love, you gotta love Herc. Yeah, Herc's been, that fucking Herc's, Herc's been on fire, man, with the with the Klein out movement stuff, and you know, really cares, getting in man. on the organization, man. He cares. This is look, you can't, you can't get to a point where you better watch out. They're gonna take their jersey back from you, sir. Yeah, he ain't getting invited anymore. <laughs> ever uh, back. You better, you better start on OnlyFans and hop on TikTok if you want to get invited back to the Galaxy. Yep. Uh, because that's where our club is at this point. <laughs> we're, we're, we're. Oh, never mind. We'll move past it. Um. But you gotta like that he cares, and and look, I don't like him talking positively about LAFC, but you have to accept that he's a he's a, a soccer commentator in America. He covers Major League Soccer. You're not gonna you're not gonna have a world where he doesn't talk about LAFC, and he isn't objective about him. Um, 
So if you if you you're at a point where you're labeling every reporter who speaks positively at all about LAFC as as a shill you know, as a shill or some bandwagon fan, like you're if pretty soon you're going to run out of people to talk to talk to. Um, that's separate from like a Dylan Hernandez who's actively trying to piss you off as a Galaxy fan. Yeah. This is someone who's just ta- who's doing his job, which is talking about soccer in America, but he clearly cares about the direction of the club and 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 where the club finds itself and and you know how, where we fall into and under whose stewardship we fall into. And in a world where many of these reporters and these MLS talking heads are not willing to call him out by name. They're willing to say like the organization is failing or the organization is not going in the right direction, you know, or you know, the galaxy have fallen on hard times and we're not who we used to be. Hercules Gomez is at least a, a MLS pundit who's like, it's all under this one guy. It's all. And let's name that guy and let's have a discussion about why he's retaining his job and why he's in here, which is the exact thing the protesters and, and the people in the boycott want, if I understand it properly. So, yeah, good on Herc, man. You got to love that dude being down for the movement and, and wanting to see his former club, uh, you know, get back to where it rightfully belongs. Yeah, then I then I heard a quote or uh, a stat about how the Galaxy have been the the highest possession team in the league this year. But they have the highest percentage of possession this year. And so it's it's crazy. That's, and it was like That's why ahead. I told you last week, don't freak out. Like no one should be freaking out. Yeah, it's not good. Yes, it's the it's the worst start since uh, what was it, two thousand nine? Yes, it's the worst start since two thousand nine and 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 you know it's awful and all that, all that goodness, but we're, we're, we're doing, we're doing a lot of important things correctly. We just haven't been able to finish yet, but we're, 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 we held Seattle to two goals. That's not, that's not small potatoes. Like that's, 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 I mean, especially yeah, they, from where we were the week before they put it, what five on Atlanta Morris Morris put four on a team at 50 something minutes. He it still outscored us. <laughs> we played a whole other game since the last time we said it, and he is still outscored. And he scored against us. Like it, it's it, it. We're doing we're doing important things correctly, even if we're not doing the most notable thing that you want to see happen, which is score goals and win games. We yeah, are I doing mean, it, small important things well. And you know this is like whatever you know. Take this stat with a grain of salt, but you know they kept Seattle to three shots on target. I mean, two of them went in, but that's not small. Yeah. Yeah, that's not small. So yeah, it's it's you know, moving in the right direction for sure. I'll take that. All right. Anything else uh from this game before we move on, sir? I don't know. I always should know that you're gonna ask me that and pull up what notes I do have. But <laughs> uh you know, I didn't. Uh no, I'm I'm good. There was a quote from from Vanny that said the Seattle teams the Seattle teams that won, they were terrible at the beginning of the season. And MLS winning championships is not is about Sorry, in MLS, winning championships is about being at your best in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I get that, you know, but it's also the worst start since 2009. And you, as Greg Vanny said, that we needed to start the season strong. And now that we have not started the season strong, that doesn't seem to be important anymore. Well, I remember we have to talk about it, I guess, because it's it's the biggest controversy of the, of the weekend. Um, handball or no handball? Oh, it's a handball. Yeah, it's 100% handball. Right. This is the thing. He's not wrong. He like it's 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 going to start coming off. But I love the meme that's come out of it now. You're welcome. For anyone who who doesn't understand, like there was the post game press conference. Greg Vanny is going through 
the three handball calls in the last three games that have kind of decided either way how how this would go from a winner to it would have been an equalizer. He's not wrong. Like they're these are blown calls. These are flat out blown handball calls. But if you're going to be consistent, and and you know I do strive for consistency if I can. If you're going to be consistent, like you're still in a position where an individual call from a referee is deciding whether you get a point or not. I understand his counter would be like, yeah, but it's a it's a big call like that is, and that's a game changing call, and he's right. It's a it's a nuanced conversation and debate, and, and it's one of those things where, like, at the end of the day, you shrug your shoulders and go like, "Hey, man, that's football," and and he's and you know it is that's just that's football, but you know that was a handball. Like it's it, it's it's not within the silhouette of his body. He is able to block more space because his elbows are out, and the reason the ball doesn't get crossed in is because his elbows are out from his body uh, in an unnatural position. It should be a handball. Not only that, but then he actually moves the elbow, the hand into in the direction, direction yeah. of the ball. Yeah. It's a handball. I mean, it's look, it's a it's a handball. It's a handball. It just is. Uh, the Dejan goal that that the ref called was a handball from twenty five yards behind. It was it was not a handball, and the ref was not in a position to see it clear. Um, but that's the game. That's you know, and that's football. And look, we might end up with a bunch of calls that end up going our way throughout the course of the season. It's a long season, but. You know, it, it has certainly affected the start that we have and, and what Greg was hoping to accomplish this season. So, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, it was de- definitely a handball. Yeah, I agree, 100%. All right, moving on, let's uh, let's get the uh, Big Tony email, the update from Big Tony. We appreciate you, sir. Uh, prognostication. So another day, another glorious Galaxy performance. Actually, the Gs weren't that bad on Saturday. In the first half, they only got stretched a few times. Uh, which Seattle was able to exploit their direct attack. In the second, we did a better job of playing compact and getting players forward. Uh, sorry, let's stop. Um, our big issues seem to be completing the final pass from the midfield into a dangerous area in the final third and passing out of the back. For a while, Seattle was able to pin back in our attack as our defenders couldn't help, couldn't make past the, uh, couldn't make past the ball forward very effectively at all. Far too often the defense would play the ball out of bounds or turn it over to Seattle. When we did have the ball out of, when we did get the ball out of the defense, Ricky and Gaston did a pretty good job passing to each other. Unfortunately they have a lot of other teammates that need to get involved in the play. Uh, in the first half, Dejan saw so little service, uh, it's not surprised he didn't give he didn't have great scoring opportunities. Maybe two in the first half, I think. Um that's not even close to what it's needed for a striker. In the second half, the G's went to a 4-4-2 um, that, and that gave them a lot more bite in the attack. Jovalik wasn't uh, co- constantly marked by two, three players and spaces started to open up. As long as we have two strikers that play a different style, I think the G's might have uh, be more successful overall. Uh, but you you know, you have you have uh, a returning Chicharito who's probably going to be on the bench uh, and Deja yeah, kind of are, are very similar players. So uh, I don't think you play those two together, but anyways. Uh, and then he goes, hey, Jalen Neal opened up the scoring account with the Gs by finishing a rebound into the back of the net. Great to see a young player who actually came through the academy to score with the first team. Thank uh, you. He has, he has the same Thank you. As you. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't enough. Oh, as... oh, sorry, Ed. That's called the correct one. The correct yeah, one, yeah. That's called the one that's based in facts and reality. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't enough as no one was able to slot another uh, another shot home. Uh, so how did everyone do? Well, the amazing Pippi and Ed both predicted wins, so no points there. 
Chris and Ben both predicted losses with Chris saying a 0-2 loss and Benny 1-3 loss. Uh, both so close. Uh, neither said uh, Jalen Neal goal, so each grabbed one point this week. That pushes Ben a little further into the lead with five points. Pippi still sits in second with three, while Chris is close to passing. Chris is close to passing Pippi with two, but Ed, of course, still has Thanks zero. Great job, Ed. My this is my thing. I want to be the anti Roman Reigns on this prediction game, where I just lose all the time. <laughs> you're the foot of the bed, and I lose for like three years. Yeah, I'm the foot well, of the table, exactly. You're the foot of the bed. In the foot of the bed, exactly. Uh, listener predictions. Throughout the history of Squadcast listener prediction game, 99% of the time, most people pick the G's to win. Uh, tough not to, n- tough not to as fans, however, uh, out of the 51 participations, participants this week, only 10 listeners uh, felt the G's had a chance to sneak out of a win, while 8 thought we could gain a draw, and a whopping 33 said the G's would lose. That's right. Most G's fans realize they aren't very good right now. It is a sad day when uh, it is a sad day uh, when the loss predictions outweigh the win predictions three to one. Uh, before I go through uh, who got what this week, I want to give a shout out to Forces from Above, who predicted a three-two victory with Jalen Neal scoring one of those goals. Sure, the G's didn't win as Boyd and Bergman didn't do their part for Forces uh, from Above and score the predicted goals, but Jalen listened to Jalen listened and tried to help him out. Uh, good job predicting that one. Uh, you can think of it like uh, correctly predicting a Leardom goal. Uh, no one expects it, but very every so often, someone's right. Uh, sorry, I couldn't give any points for it, though. Uh, back to it. Well, as I mentioned, we had 33 correct outcomes uh, outcome predictions, plus we had seven listeners correctly predict the final score. Uh, sure, no one else predicted uh, Jalen scoring, so only three points to Darth Musk, Heriberto, Frank S., Space Core, Jason B., Shark Boy and Alfalfa Guy. Uh, also, we had three listeners who also thought there'd be an own goal from Edwards or Caceres, and that uh, they didn't predict the exact score. So, Provino, Jason J, and Luis A all get a zero for the week. Could have been one point uh, to the good, but you gambled. What does this mean overall? Uh, well, Alfalfa Guy has retaken the lead with six points, Ooh. followed closely by Fredo, Ruben, and Uncle Dishwasher at five. Uh, Cookie R, Darth Musk, Javier S, and Shark Boy sit in third with four points. We have five others with three points and uh, seven with two points, and twenty-three listeners with one point. Uh, check your emails uh, with those. Check your email that has this week's link to see the full standings. All right, looking forward. This coming Saturday, the G's travel back to Texas to face the San Jose Clash, or the San Jose <laughs> Earthquakes, or Houston Hooters Girls, or Houston Dynamo. Whatever their name is, they keep changing it. Uh, I can't remember anymore. Anyway, Houston comes into this game with two wins and three losses. Their wins came against New York City and Austin, both clubs with one more point than Houston, uh, but they lost against Cincinnati, New England, and San Jose. All teams with less, at least four points, four more points than Houston. So it seems like Houston is sitting appropriately in eighth. Uh, better teams uh, beat them, and they eke out wins against the teams that are slightly about equal to them. Well, what does this mean for the G's? Uh, probably not good news. The G's currently sit in 12th, tied on three points with RSL, Casey, and Colorado. Uh, that's right, all the teams at the bottom of the West. Uh, from for from some initial reports, Chicha won't return this weekend, uh, so we're still relying on Jovlich, but it's actually turns out that he is available, uh, probably more than likely on the bench. 
Uh, but I'll go. I'll read his. Uh, he pro- read, he probably back. wrote this before Vanny's uh, press conference. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, for I got some you, reason, Tony. Reports, I, know, I know he's trying to make you look bad, Tony. But I'm not. I'm really not. I'm just. I'm staying. I don't want him to look bad. That's what I'm, I'm trying to do. Uh, sure, maybe someone will see. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I lost my spot. Where to go? Um, sure, maybe someone else will score, but no one seems that dangerous in front of the net right now. On the plus side, Houston hasn't been exactly uh, lighting it up on the scoreboard, but they've only scored five goals across five games and allowed it allowed. Uh, oh, he I don't he, I don't know how many allowed because it just says uh, and allowed in seven. Oh, allowed in seven. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, the Jews have only scored. Shut up. You were born in this country. I was man. And, and learned that language first. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, the G's have only, I've, I was dropped on my head as a kid. So I'll blame that. Believable. Uh, <laughs> the G's have only scored uh, three so far and allowed in six with half of those coming against Dallas. Uh, so maybe a, a low scoring team is just what the G's need to get back on track this season. Uh, no, check that the G's need to start scoring goals. If we can't do that, we aren't going to win. Uh, with us being at the bottom of the Western Conference, there are no easy games for us. We're looking up at every other team. What do you think will happen on Saturday? Tucker, way to Houston this Saturday. Uh, I think pre-show starts at 5.30, kickoff at 5.39, whatever that means. Uh, G's only lost Houston once in the last five meetings. Uh, like, like Big Tony says, Houston currently sitting eighth with six points. G's tied for last place with three points. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think the, the Galaxy finally get their win this weekend? Or uh, what's the more likely outcome? Damn. Nah, I think we're going to win this weekend. You don't think we're going to win? We'll see. Wow. The hater. Yeah, I know. I think this is it. I think we're I think this is the game that we're gonna we're gonna finally get a W. We're gonna end up tying that 2009 record, um, at least for games without a win. Uh Although we were picking up a lot more points back then, um, yeah, I think we're going to end up winning. I think it's going to be a, a, a not necessarily a trap game, but it may perhaps a trap game for Houston. They're not that far ahead of us. I think they have one one goal better goal differential, and and you know if we win this game, we're tied on points with them for the season. Like this, this this is a this should be considered a winnable game. Difficult away from home, but if we're trending in the right direction, the next, the next logical necessary step would be a W. Hey, come on, man. San Jose beat them. Like they're, they're not. And that's San Jose. <laughs> can, I tell you that... can I tell you something? Ed? Yeah. I fucking love whiskey. It's so good. What are you sipping on, man? Uh, four roses. Okay. No, I mean, it's cheap, cheap whiskey, but I love whiskey. Hmm. Sorry. I'm glad you interrupted the show just to say that. Yeah. No, if anybody is listening to this and you have an opportunity to drink some whiskey right now, I I recommend it greatly. Hopefully not at work or school or whatever you're doing or driving when you're listening to this, well, this podcast. I said I said an opportunity. You're in a, this you're an adult. You're an American, you're an adult. You make like, that call I say yourself. what I said. Yeah, I look. Don't you believe in freedom yet? <laughs> Do, I do, you guys, I do you guys get down however you're going to get down. But if you have an opportunity, go ahead and have a little whiskey. Um, yeah, I actually think we're going to be able to pull this out. Uh, I think, as I said, the logical progression and the logical next step would be for us to actually secure a win here and, and you know, finally break that duck going into to the next little portion of the season here, getting a little, getting healthier, getting, you know, some of these guys back as, as 
as Greg alluded to in the press conference, Chicharito should be back. And um, I think he said he's been training off to the side on his own earlier uh, last week. And for this week, he's been in full training with the guys. So I, I think it'll be off the bench, kind of getting back up to fitness and, and getting to match fitness. And so probably a second half sub last, you know, 30 minutes or so. And then depending on what the score line is for how much you end up risking him. But yeah, I, overall, I, I'm, I'm much more positive about this week. Yeah. What do we- what would scoreline would you have him come in? Like if it's if we're winning two one three one, what would you? What was the scoreline? You, right, you know what? I I, I want to say two one, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go one nothing just because the defense in general has been playing so much better, and I don't really see us. I I think we're gonna win. I struggle to think we're gonna score two goals, and the only way that that could then take place is if it's a one nothing. So I I think it'll be end up being kind of. Um, a winnable game, but not not anything too crazy. You bring him in for the thirty minutes, or you let him like come in. I think it's all going to depend on on what the what the game looks like. If yeah. we already have if we already have the goal, you know, maybe last twenty minutes, twenty five minutes, nothing nothing too wild. Uh, it's a hamstring, so you you don't. It's it's the exploding moves. So it's from it's from dead start to trying to trigger out to go on a run, which is where you typically want someone like him. So if if you know, you want to go slow with it. If he if he ends up with a recurring injury and and it's he has a, ends up with another hamstring problem, it's going to be much much deeper into the season before he's able to help us. And you know, we've only got what nineteen days left in the in this window to bring somebody in. If he ends up fucked um, in the coming weeks, like we're in a we're in a pretty bad spot. So I I think it'll end up being pretty limited minutes and kind of slow playing his time back. But you know, you never know. He could it is also the last year they're getting anything out of him. So you could see them kind of pushing him as many minutes as possible to get as much out of him as they can. So speaking of injury updates, uh, our good, our good buddy, Josh over at Conan of the galaxy um, has an injury update for Sega Koulibaly and Raheem Edwards were training off on the side at practice. Uh, Sega has some groin and hip tightness in this uh, since last week. He trained on Monday, but if it flared up again, Edwards turned an ankle turned an ankle a little bit yesterday. Edwards should uh, integrate back in the team tomorrow. Uh, speculation that he should be available for Houston. Um, did you, did you see was, that? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Are you going to bring up the Reddit post? Yeah, I was going to ask if you saw that Reddit post about Koulibaly. Yeah, there's a, a redditor that um, posted about how he uh, or they. I don't know who it was. Um, they talked to uh, how, dare, how dare you. At the stadium, uh, asked him when we're going to see him next. He said, he mentioned next year. He said, hopefully next year. Hopefully next year. Trade? Injury? Loan? Maybe a loan? Enter, enter, you know, who knows? I don't know. So I got I no mean, idea. I, I, mean, I, mean, I feel like the emergence of Jalen has kind of made his... Uh, <laughs> makes him more expendable. He yeah, becomes, exactly. Look, look Jalen in general, and he, it's still early, and Jalen's still young and all that stuff, but... It, say he keeps playing like this, you make you make Koulibaly a very expensive substitute, very very expensive substitute, and an international spot when you need to you know when you need to lock all your internationals down in the next you know uh, I guess down eighteen days, um, it, it, he becomes expendable. So I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's trade bait or if. Uh, if if you know, yeah, I guess that's alone would be the only thing that makes any sense. If if he says he wants to be back next year, like his mm-hmm. health wise isn't going to be so bad that he would need to be back next year. But you know he had a family problem, so he needed to go back to to France, right? 
doesn't it kind of sound like he would be shopping for a team? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know what his family problem is and I'm not dismissing it or what are they, you know, I'm not, I'm not negging it. Right. Young people. But it doesn't sound like an excuse to like, Hey, we're probably not going to use you. Uh, if you can go find somebody, go find somebody, go find a suitor, go find a suitor. You know, I don't know why he, why he went over. Maybe, maybe he did legitimately have a, a family issue. Maybe look, maybe the Redditor's lying. We don't, we have no idea. But yeah. that's that's uh you know take that for what you will. So what do you think? Let's uh let's get your lineup predictions then for this game. Um, no idea. Do you do you think zero see, idea? Do you think we see any changes from from the game against Seattle? I'd like to see them come out in a three five two since we but played started, so much yeah. better in it. But yeah. I you know I I really don't know. You could do it. You could do it right off the bat. This look. This is the beauty. <laughs> The beauty of the three five two in general for us is like you can you can play our basic setup and then just transition to it. You can play Edwards uh, on the left side of a of a five man midfield, or drop him back down into a flat back four, and and just switch it out as you need to. Um, it's just a matter of, of what Greg sees and and you know who is available and who's ready to go and where Chicharito is and in, in his time and you know whether they want to go with Judd again. I, I'll be honest with you, I genuinely don't know. I, I would hope to see the 352. I expect Greg will be more conservative and play a, a 4231 as as we play G2 consistently and as he is for the most part played on the first team. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't I would like to see him come out with that second half lineup that he did on against Seattle, but um I think we've come to see that Greg isn't really one to really make sweeping changes like that, especially in his formation. Um, so I, I, I expect us to, to come out with the same lineup that we had in um, the first half. Maybe they, maybe he brings in an effort, but I don't know. He seems like he's kind of. Oh, how do effort. we not talk? How do we not talk about that in the Seattle game? He's yeah. Where you're down a goal and you don't bring in your most dynamic attacking player Bro, off the bench. If that's if that ain't a message, that kid. <laughs> Kid, if you yeah. hear this, if somebody if somebody talks to that kid, that this is a message from the coaching staff, and this is this is a message from a coach who doesn't appear to be going anywhere. This is a message from a coach who who moves and acts like he is safe in his job. If you don't understand the message that they're sending you, down a man, or not down a man, down a goal, at home pressing, and you don't bring on your your so called homegrown wonder kid now now tam player wonder kid. That's a message. <laughs> That's a huge fucking message. So yeah. Yeah, I hope he gets it. I, I really do. Yeah, we'll see. Um, all right, I guess the prediction time. I I, I go first because I'm I'm the worst at this game. Because you're a bitch. Um, or anything else before we before we move on to the predictions? Nah. Yeah. Um, you got me. You got me a little confident. You you got me wanting to call a win. That's what I do, Ed. I talk well, people into things. I'm gonna go one one draw. I still That's not bad. I still don't think they 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 get a win here. I think it's a while before we get our we get that first win. Uh, hopefully it's a it's ne- it's a next week win thing. But I don't know if this week is is the week. I'll say one one, and I'll say give the goal to give the goal to to, to Dejan. That's it. That's the easy call. Get the get the guy's goal, but yeah, I'll say one one. That's not bad. Yeah, one one one's one one one. 
Guangguan is probably the smart pick. It's 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 genuinely probably the smartest pick. Uh, we don't score a ton. Houston's not great. We're not great. You have a goalie who has a broken finger. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I might have to take one one. Fuck. Guangguan. No. I, that's, I can't see two goals. That's the only part that's I'll go two one. I'll go two even though I don't see two goals, I'll go two one. And I'll do I'll go uh I'll go Preston. You give him Judd is first. Yeah, I'll go Preston and Fuck. I want to go Preston and Dejan, but I can't see that either. Ah, I'll go Preston and Dejan. Fuck it. Yeah, Preston Dejan two one. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, God, one one is. I want to take one one bad, but I'll I'll go two one. I'll go two All one. Right. And then uh, De- we'll... hold on, hold on, hold oh. on. No, fuck it. Two one Dejan Dejan and, and Preston Prince Preston hundred fifty fifth goal scorer in Galaxy history. There you go. Um. And then we'll we'll see what Ben Ben suggests uh, on Twitter. I know Big, Big Tony you posts all our predictions. I think before the game, so we'll see that. Did you see Benny took the girls to see the the Kings and the Oilers? Yeah, man. Beautiful. He's uh, good to see him get out. Because uh, I I texted him yesterday because originally we were going to record on Tuesday night. Um, and I was like, hey man, are you you we're going to record tonight? You're in. And he was like, he let me know that he was going to be at the Kings Oilers game. It's like an it's like a uh, yearly thing they do now. They just, they just go to that game. That's good. I don't know if everybody knows Ben is a big Oilers fan. He's a, he's he's, from, he's a semi Canadian. Is he from Edmonton? I feel like he's told us a story. I, forget, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't. I don't listen to Ben. I feel like he's told us a story, and he's not from Edmonton. No, he's from Saskatchewan. He's from Saskatoon. Saskatoon. He's from Regina. Reg, Regina. Yeah. I love Canada so that's, much. That's that's this is Canada hour for you. Um, Canada's dope, man. Halifax represent, stand up. I've never been, so I can't tell. I can't tell you. Never been to Canada? No. Oh, it's dope, man. It's clean. Well, I don't know. I haven't been there in years, but it was clean as fuck. It's real cool. But I was in, I was in Victoria, so, uh, and then Vancouver. So I don't know. They may have Canucks may have trashed it. For what? Yeah. I was searching for white women. Ed. No, I was. Did you you go as a kid or? I was just visiting Canada. Yeah, I was visiting Canada as a kid. Did you ever go to camp when you were a kid? Yeah, we did uh, in like elementary school. They did like a Camp High Hill or whatever it was called. Nah, I went. It was. I was like, I was probably like 13, 14, somewhere. No, Canada. we didn't do camping then. We did, we did camping in school for elementary. I was like the one kid talking to everybody about hockey, and like no one gave a shit. And I'm like, but you're going to Canada. Like, how do you not want to talk about hockey? And they were like, you're weird. I was like, yeah, well, fuck you. That was my life. That was my teenage years. Well, that was the year where there was there was no black people in in hockey at that point. No, there's always there's always there's always like one brother in hockey. They had uh, what's his name, Jerome Jerome McNalla. Like he played forever. He definitely was playing then. (laughs) Definitely, that was the one at the time. Good old Willie O'Ree. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the lightning round. Lightning round. Uh, this one from 8BitLink. How many more matches until the FO finally gets hashtag Klein out? If, on, honestly, if everybody can hold Pat, 
two. <laughs> if, yeah. And and you're away for one of them, so it's easy. But if everyone can hang on for like two more matches, uh, it's that's what it's so weird. Like any conversation about about going back or breaking the boycott or like breaking the lines, like you're winning. Like, you're winning. How do you not see that you're winning? The things they're doing. Oh, my God. Yeah. They can't do this forever. You don't understand. Like, Taylor Twelman's talking about it on the broadcast where he's like, this place is a library. Like, there's the moments where there's a goal or or, and there's a goal or there's a scoring opportunity or a corner kick or a bad foul. Like, that's when there's a moment of excitement. But every other time, it's a morgue and you're winning. I think we mentioned it last week. It's a baseball crowd. Yeah, all you all you have to do is sit. you have time on your side. Like you now, it's, it's now they're literally having Cosmo or someone do a drum inside the stadium. Or they've been doing it. They did it the first game. Did they really? Okay. Yeah, they did it the first game. But it's you're you're winning. It's a time game, and you have much much more of it than they do. It, it's a shame because I'll be honest with you. Like it's not it's not a positive for the boycott or anything. But like the supporters are probably the difference in that Seattle game. If you have, if you had that little extra push of motivation, you'd probably get that second goal. That second half, right? The, yeah, could the be. Crowd, I think Greg mentioned this too. It's like the crowd did get a little up for in the second half. But they get up for they get up for specific moments. Like that yeah. is the that's the goal that the supporters groups fill. And you know, I, I get it. I get everyone's position on it. I just also get them being like, clearly the results on the field don't matter when it comes to that dude's job. So what should it matter whether we lose a game or not? Why should we be the only people who care whether we win a game or not? If it doesn't matter whether Klein keeps his job based on, on performance, if if that's not what he's being graded on, well then, then go look at the sponsors, go look at the sponsorships because you don't seem, it doesn't seem to really matter whether we lose a game or not, at least as far as that guy's tenure is concerned. So I don't know why that other aspect should be. You can earn some money at the, the new galaxy sperm make sponsor. Yeah, it just well, look, it shouldn't be on the supporters that the Galaxy are losing a game. Losing a game doesn't matter if that's what they're being judged against. If that's what the, the administration is being judged against, losing a game is irrelevant. Clearly, clearly. So this two, one, two is the answer. Two, yeah. Hold it. Got to hold the line. Hold that line. Uh, this one from our good boy, James Powell. Uh, WrestleMania, WrestleMania was great, wasn't it? Yes. Fantastic. Yes, yeah. WrestleMania's showcase of the immortals. Roman Reigns cementing himself as uh the near goat status. Just below, just below like a 2014, 2015 Kasuchika Okada, who is obviously the greatest. This one from uh Take the Wheel 64. Bro, Wrestle Kingdom is so uh, Wrestle Kingdom is amazing, but in a very different way than WrestleMania. Like Wrestle Kingdom, you you can watch wrestling and be watching Wrestle Kingdom, and you're like, I'm an adult watching wrestling. WrestleMania starts, and I'm seven. You're like a kid again. I'm seven years old. Yeah. Me and Damien have the belts out. We got popcorn and candy and soda. Like I'm an awful father. I'm just like, stay up as long as you want, man. Yeah, let's have a good time. Yeah, dude, let's go. You want oh, some soda? Yeah, let's do it. Bro, nothing touches WrestleMania. Hey, buddy, nothing you cocaine? Every and you know what it is. WrestleMania is one of those things that it's good. No matter what the show is, no matter what the show is, I'm I'm happy because I'm what Ed. I don't give a fuck. No, I don't give a fuck. I'm watching WrestleMania. I'm happy. Oh yeah, no, I mean, but there's been definitely been some that have been bad. Maybe, sure, sure. I don't. Who gives a fuck? It's WrestleMania season. Did I tell you, Damian was disappointed because the only other show he's watched in its entirety was the Royal Rumble, and so for every for every singles match of Mania, he was like, "Why aren't thirty people coming out?" And I was like. 
they, he threw him over the ropes. Why isn't he? Why is he coming back in? I was like, that's only WrestleMania. That's only the Royal Rumble. And he's like, the Royal Rumble is better than WrestleMania. I was like, yeah, it is. Congratulations, you're a wrestling fan now. You yeah. you understand that the Royal Rumble is way better than WrestleMania, but WrestleMania is dope. Subjectively dope. All right, take the Will sixty four's question: Is this team missing the leadership uh, Sasha brought off the field? I don't think so. Brugman seems to have stepped into that role seamlessly. El Capitan. Um, yeah, he seems to. Have, I mean, well, you, you can probably keep that that old bad boy on him after Chicha comes back. Uh, Brugman seems to have stepped into that role uh, uh, really, really, really well. And I, I'll be honest, he's a, he's young. And he's a kid. I don't want to overhype him by any stretch, but Jalen seems more than comfortable, kind of marshalling that back line and being the being the speed and the guy who's supposed to close guys down. I don't know. I don't. I don't see them. I don't see a big miss from Sasha's bench minutes. I mean, that's more of like a is is the locker room too young, because Sasha wasn't really relied on that much for minutes last year anyway. Um, it, it, could you say the locker room is a little young? Absolutely, absolutely. It, it might it might be missing that locker room leadership presence, but on the field, I, I don't think so. Yeah, it doesn't there doesn't seem like a disconnect really? That no, they just, they just they just don't score goals. If they could score yeah. goals, everybody would think they're fine. Uh, this one from Messi underscore dangerous. Uh, should the fans and season ticket holders choose the president like Barca fans do? So kind of like a what was it? That was like Bayern Munich has what like the fifty plus one, mm-hmm. and Germany had that rule where it's fifty fifty uh, the fifty plus one rule. Yeah. yeah. So you, but then you have like what I forgot is it the Dortmund that has like the fan council or there's there's some, some German teams that have like the fan council that's part of the decision-making thing process over there. Uh, I would say the, the problem with that is like uh, uh, Joseph Bartomeu was elected by Barcelona fans. And that guy is probably going to jail if he's not already in jail. They're, they're going to get Barcelona relegated to, to Serie, to, to whatever. What's the uh, league two. That's the Segunda division. Segunda division. Yeah. You got to watch, you got to watch more random football. Ed. Or what's on. the third division in Spain? Cause this is, uh, did uh did Juventus got relegated to the third division, right, or the second division? I guess it is. I think they went to Serie. They went to Serie B. I don't think okay. they went to Serie C. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. Well, look. What, how do you determine what a good president is? Like, are you asking me the question? Well, I mean that that's that's essentially what the question is. If you're if fans are voting on it, how are they determined? Is it just who has the best pitch? Um. I I would. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what that compromise would be. I think fans should have a say for sure, um, but I, I don't know how much of a say they should have. And I, yes, I immediately understand the like. Well, but you guys are crying out, yeah. And in in having my say, my say would be that the current president of the galaxy probably shouldn't have held that job past twenty, the end of the twenty seventeen season, based on the things that I'm valuing as a supporter and as a fan of that club. And I understand that management has a different set of criteria that they're grading him against. I'd be a little worried because I've been part of the Galaxy fan uh, Facebook groups, and I'd be worried about those people trying to make any decisions for any other thing that I yeah love. Yeah, no, I, I I get it. I don't know. I would like to hear. I would like a voice uh, uh, on that committee because I would imagine, at least from the time I was in, I was involved with the supporters groups at a leadership position. If the Galaxy had said, hey, what do you guys think about Pete Vianis as general manager? I would have said, that seems like a bad idea. Specifically, if you're replacing one of the best minds in Major League Soccer with a guy who 
isn't that. That seems like a bad call. Um, but we didn't have that say. That was a say from from the higher ups and from Klein and from the the people and above them. So let's be let's be perfectly honest. Anytime we've spoken with the galaxy in the front office, uh, it's not like they really took our ideas and been like, Yeah, that's, that sounds great. We'll do that. Like it's Hey, I, I told you, was literally asked, how do we raise the attendance of supporters groups without lowering ticket prices? They're not, you know, you're, you're not going to do it often. Yeah, you're not. That's the answer to your question. Like you're, you're, you're not. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe when you come out back to uh, out here, but uh, bangarang underscore 77 tailgate for the next G2 game. Hit me up. I got a beer tower and pizza. I will take that as an open invitation, sir. Yeah. Uh, this one from uh, Louis, uh, Louis Vela Art. Uh, go check out his stuff, his shirts and all that stuff he, he makes. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, do you guys think that Vanny will start both Dejon and Preston up top? Uh, they look good at the second half. So we discussed that a little bit. Yeah, I think it would chiefly depend on on the level of, of how ready Chicharito is. Um. But no, I, I genuinely have no clue what we're starting against Houston. I, I doubt he does a, the two-striker thing. Um, like I said before, I, he's kind of hesitant to change his formations. He seems uh, conservative in general. Yeah. Uh, and the last question from our, our good friend, Charlos Schmarlos. Great name. Uh, does Vanny last the season? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't. I think it, we would have to have a pretty epic collapse, pretty embarrassingly epic collapse. Again, not off to the best start in history, but we would need to have a pretty epic collapse um, to see Vanny get walked. I think there are a few things in the world Klein wants to do, like have to replace another head coach. And in this very unique situation, if we are to take the galaxy for their word, based on what they've told us, as limited as that is. Not only would you need to replace your head coach, but you would need to replace your sporting director because that's the job Greg Vanny is apparently doing since Chris Klein is not doing that. At least officially, he's doing it for this transfer window and the first chunk of the season, if not from the middle of the season when Klein is allowed back in charge. Uh, as, as far as we know, as far as we've heard publicly, uh, or at least as far as been reported, there's no way Greg's going anywhere until Klein can at least be sporting director again. Um, but I would imagine he makes it through the end of the season and I'll go as far as to say, I I would be willing to bet that he will be the head coach at the start of the 2024 season. Yeah. I wouldn't expect the tab of coach change till at least the end of the season. I don't what what's, what's good about getting rid of Fanny and then you can't bring in any guys in the summer anyway. So what would be the point of, of letting him go? Yeah, you would for what you would any any if you fired him, for the most part, if you if you were to fire him, whoever you were to replace him with, and this is I'm not saying he should be fired. I don't I think it's ludicrous. Um, there's no way he should be let go. But if, if he were to be fired, you would replace him with another coach that you were expecting to do more with the pieces that he has than what he is doing. So if, if the argument would be the argument for getting rid of him would be. I don't think he's maximizing on the pieces that he has. So I don't think he's maximizing on Ricky. I don't think he's maximizing on Chisha. He's not getting out of those guys what he should be able to get out of. So if we replace him with somebody else, that person is going to be able to get more out of those pieces than Greg is able to get out of them. 
I don't I don't think that's a move we're making, certainly for an administration that doesn't seem like it wants to appear like it's too involved with the soccer side of decision making right now. I, I can't see a world where where Greg doesn't last the end of the year, given what his current level of importance is. Yeah, given given the um the state of the team and fan relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I can't imagine them firing another guy and be like giving some more ammo to uh, an already upset fan base of of how this team just seems kind of trigger happy when it comes to hiring and firings, and there's no accountability from the people who are doing the hiring and firings. I'd be willing to say that 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 part's probably done. That 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 you know GBS doesn't work out for a year and a half, two years, he's gone. You know Kurt doesn't work out, he's gone. Ziggy doesn't work out for a year, year and a half, he's gone. I would be willing to bet that time is probably done because there is a much larger microscope on the people above those guys who make those decisions, and and the the kind of the amount that they've been able to get away with consistently failed head coaches, consistently failed general managers, and trying to convince you that it has nothing to do with their own interactions and their input and their interferences. Um, and not giving those guys what they requested to do the job that they were hired for. I would imagine that time is kind of stepping to the side and, and you're starting to progress out of that. The argument that the lay fan who is not a part of a supporters group or, or a member of the boycott would ask then is, well, if that era is over, why would you still ask for that guy to be gone? Because the reason that we're at this point, 10 years down the road is because of the, uh, because of the decision-making of the people that were requesting be moved from their position. It's it's is it being rectified now? I would certainly hope so. But why did it take ten years? Why did it take a decade? And why did it take become as a as a club and organization becoming a laughing stock to move to that position, um, to 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 actually hire the best people that you can get for a job, and to actually get the fuck out of the way so they could do the best job they could do the job you hired them to do, or to giving them the tools required to do the job you hired them to do. Um, I think we're moving in that direction, but you know. We'll see. Yeah. All right, bud. Anything else before we get out of here? Uh, I think Formula One is back this week. Let's check that shit out. Because Formula One is dope. Roman Reigns is the goat. Uh, I don't know. Whatever else I can think of that's good. Read the Quran. It's a beautiful book. I'm reading the and I'm reading the Quran, and then I'm going to read the Torah, and then I'm going to read the Bible. It's going to be a fascinating year. Uh, if anybody has any insight on an ebook version of the Torah, please get involved. It's a surprisingly difficult book to steal online. <laughs> and I uh, guess I understand the Torah in general is the first five books of the Bible. I understand that, but I'm looking for like the Talmud and the other, the other like extra shit that there is. I'm trying to understand everything that's going on with my Jewish brothers and sisters. Well, there you go. Um, on that note, we will talk to you guys next week. Enjoy your Easter weekend. Enjoy all that stuff if you if you uh, partake. Oh uh, shit! Did I ju- did I just go the complete opposite direction from Easter? Oh, I'm so, so. sorry. <laughs> I didn't. Hey, to my Christian hey, friends, I didn't. I didn't mean to offend you. We're all good. But yeah, enjoy. Uh, have fun. Enjoy your your weekend. Uh, we love you guys. Take care. Be safe. Mashallah. 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 <laughs>